0: Welcome to Other You, a podcast where we discuss a decision in our lives that may or may not have had a long-lasting impact. We unpack some of the factors behind it and then explore in short story form what the other version of ourselves might have experienced around that time or shortly thereafter. I'm your host, Dee. Let's see where this story takes us. Welcome back to the show. This is Other You. I'm your host, Dee. And today on the show, I have with me One of the funniest people I've met. She's wicked, wicked talented. She's one of the founders of the the group Ratas de Dos Patas. She she and I met uh, working food and beverage, so she's got wicked hospitality skills and wicked improv skills. Welcome to the show, Kendra Jamaica. So glad to have you. Hello. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Super happy to have you. So um, tell us a little bit about your group. Uh, well, uh, my group is
1: Vrata de Dos Patas. We are an improv and sketch group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been around for probably about like maybe two to three years now, but it's four of us. And it's essentially our mission is to uh, hold kind of like a classroom style improv show mm-hmm. in which we uh, learn a phrase or we kind of pull the audience. We were like, all right, we give them a scenario. So we're like, all right, everybody close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Let's say you are Uh, taking a nanny job in Colombia and let's say that the parents leave you alone with these kids but you need to you need to learn how to communicate with these kids what's a phrase that you need to learn how to say so we'll take that phrase and we give them different scenarios but we'll take essentially that phrase and then we'll translate it into Spanish have them say it a couple times back and forth and then we drop it into scenes Oh, so that nice. the more times they hear it, the more times it's retained uh, through just seeing it and hearing it. And then at the end of the show, we go ahead and uh, come back and then we uh, raffle off some prizes to see who can uh, uh, repeat the phrase back to us, uh, who can use it in a sentence nice. and et cetera, et cetera.
0: Please tell me you guys have like a bin full of gold stars that you just throw out at people when they get it right.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we just we just throw them out, tossing them at people just just yep. straight up just – Tossing out at people's faces, but, uh, and yeah, are, they, they, they vary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just rip, rip off a bunch of stars from like metals and just toss them into the
2: audience. I love it.
1: Um, but it's, it's been, it's been pretty great. It's been one of the best experiences that I've had since I've started, uh, or since I've been on this comedy career hmm. and we've had the, the, the pleasure of being, uh, you know, flown out to different states uh, for different festivals and different, uh, workshops that they want us to offer. So wow. yeah, uh, last year was a pretty big year for us. Uh, we were actually, we really had some momentum here and then, you know, this coronavirus just right? came in and, and she just straight up checked everyone. So, Man. uh, yeah, yeah, we, uh, we got, we got a little something going here.
0: Yeah. I think the, the, the coronavirus has done a really good job of reminding all of us the importance of humility, Right. Yes. And no matter how highly we think of ourselves or how well prepared we feel we are for life, she's like, "Nah, you're not ready." She's for like,
1: this. Nah. Nah, <laughs> "Nah, nah, nah, nah." Check, check that at the door. Everyone yeah. needs to sit down. I often, I made this reference that it's like, um, you know, when 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 we were little and we would eat. And then we wanted to go swim. My parents would be like, no, 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 you need to sit down for right. at least like 30 minutes so that mm-hmm. you don't get a stomachache yeah. uh, when you go back into the pool. And I feel like that's kind of what's been going on here with everybody. Yeah. Uh, essentially, coronavirus is like, everybody sit down. Everybody sit down. Just mm-hmm. wait a couple of months and then you guys can go back in and play. Right. And of course, you always have the kids that didn't. Right. And essentially, you know, here we are just,
0: Dealing with you know, coronavirus is a strict yep.
1: it's a strict mom. Yeah, yeah, you know, she's just looking up though. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> So how have, um, how have you been during this time? How has uh, life been treating you? How have you been acclimating to this time? To of this new life? Yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, so I'm not going to lie at first I, I was, uh, it was pretty, pretty intense for me just cause, mm. uh, you know, we, uh, ratas, we were traveling into February or like January, February area time. So we were like, like I said, back on this momentum and I, I'm a server and I have two serving jobs where I did, but. And I'm a, you know, I do comedy. So I was just so used to interacting with tons of people on like a daily basis. And I guess I just didn't really know how much uh, that, how much of that I really appreciated and kind of just fed my soul. So when everything happened and it just kind of caused us all to like, you know, take that, that breather, everybody slowed down for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I just was kind of like, well, holy, well, what do I do now? Like uh, what even is comedy right now? Like how do (laughs) I even create, how do I even create anything? And then, you know with like the 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 movement going on and then just like it just blow after blow after blow after blow yeah. it just seems that i'm you know i feel like a lot of us creatives are doing our best to kind of find the little pieces that you know mm. we're able to kind of turn into something yeah. um but I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a job still and you know like i said it, it was it's still pretty busy okay. so i really do think that that kind of pulled me out of you know uh, this little rut that i was in because yeah. okay. you know I, i'm able to i'm able to work again i'm able to kind of just You know, provide and and interact with people, and just like, I guess, have some you know banter with some people because I just, as much as I really wanted to get on the the Zoom happy hour flow, I just couldn't, man. I just
0: couldn't. I just couldn't. So I got like three or four of those in, and I was like, what am I doing? like yeah. and, and when it first started people are like oh where's your drink why aren't we getting drunk i'm like it's two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and that really doesn't mean anything because i don't have any plans but still i mean i'm just i'm not trying to be drunk at two o'clock in the afternoon with a bunch yeah. of people on the telephone right because it's essentially like how i felt about it it's like i'm just on my I'm, yeah. don't, get out of here no Fast.
1: yeah there's no eye contact I mean I guess I'm looking at you and you guys are looking at me but there's
0: no no face. I mean, you know I mean? kind of but it's like when you're when I'm looking at you you're looking at the screen so your eyes are just a little exactly. bit off and away and and exactly. so with with my setup the way my desk is my my camera is off to my left a little bit probably like I don't know, 10 uh, o'clock right so okay. when yeah. I'm looking at you while you're talking I'm not at all looking anywhere so I, I look like I'm looking away not paying attention so it's 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 like it's all over the place so yeah
1: it's it's, i mean it's, it's it's the best that we got but still like i love those organic connections you know
0: yeah yeah wow all right well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Really yeah. That Thank you, guys... you.
1: I was going to say, if I could quickly plug that, uh, that Rata's that uh, Oh, yeah, Instagram yeah, let so if, if anyone wants to. Uh, perfect. So uh, I would love to have anyone listening to this if you wanted to check us out. Mm-hmm. I do know that we're possibly working on a, a Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking that we're going to be re- recording a remote. So we're very interested Ooh. in that. So if you're interested in uh, following us for any updates, you can follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is ratas r a t a s underscore d e d underscore two underscore patas. Uh, I'm pretty sure as soon as you fill in the ratas and the underscore, it'll find us anyways. Yeah, about, but yeah. you can yeah yeah. And then you can also find us on Facebook under ratas patas as well. I know that we haven't been the best with uh, updating it, but we are starting to get back into our groove of things. So stay tuned. We have some interesting things coming out.
0: Awesome, that's great. Yeah. Cool beans. Thanks. Cool beans. All right now. Without further ado, Kendra, do you have a decision that we can talk about?
1: Yes. So I've awesome. been I've been thinking about it, and you know I love talking about like these uh, split realities and mm-hmm. how life-altering decisions might send you into a different timeline, possibly. Yeah. So I'm think I'm going to go with. Uh, well, when I was fresh out of high school, I got accepted uh, with almost a full ride to ISU, uh, Illinois State University. Mm-hmm. And I was very pumped to go, but my mom was—you uh, couldn't talk her out of me leaving, so she wouldn't let me go. Oh no! And I had to—I had to go to a private university uh, called Dominican University, mm-hmm. and essentially stay home and then find a job to work. Mm. Uh, I, looking back, I, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, she she didn't want me to go too far, but yeah. I really do think that that altered. Uh, my life in many ways um, yeah. just because uh, do you want me to just dive into it here
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: perfect so, so uh, okay so I went to Dominican University either way to either the university or the uh, which university I picked I was going undecided uh, so okay. I was really looking forward to uh, you know just kind of taking in the whole experience going to different classes talking to different people just right kind of seeing if I could be swayed one way. I knew that ultimately I wanted to go into communications because it was something big. Yeah. Just, it was something big enough. I like public speaking, you know, okay. it just seemed like something right up my alley. Yeah. Uh, but going to Dominican, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't connect to um, any part of the school. Yeah. It was, it was a great school. It's very, you know, well, uh, it has its credentials. It's a very, it's a very mm-hmm. good school. A lot of people, a lot of my friends I know go there, but yeah, right the only type of communications they, they offered there was corporate communications. Mm. And essentially that's not, that's not what, you know, called me. And right. I feel like my entire life looking uh, for my future, I was so crippled by us having so many decisions that I was afraid of picking the wrong decision. Yeah. And so mm. I didn't really like pick and then focus on something. So my first year uh, out of high school is when I started, you know, I, I didn't drink or smoke or do anything in high school. So okay. as soon as I as soon as I got to college, I did. And <laughs> right. I just, uh, let's just say that I, I I was swept up by my friends and not yeah. interested enough in my classes because mm. it was also a, I believe it's a Catholic school. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm agnostic. So not necessarily okay. saying that what they're saying is not true. I just can't be for certain that that's my personal beliefs, you know. Well, so, yeah, uh, a couple of the classes just were were, you know, uh, just I guess uh, focused in on stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, I gotcha. exactly. So, I gotcha. so it was just kind of like uh, I just I wasn't that invested in, in the schooling, and, and I think that that just kind of propelled me into like this well since I don't love the college I'm gonna make the most out of my college
2: experience
1: uh and it and it kind of just got it kind of just got away from me um the very first after my first year I just uh I think I went back maybe for another half semester but then I just I decided it wasn't for me because then also uh we're talking a private university here so Mm -hmm. it's like thousands of dollars like tens of thousands of dollars for a full year uh, and I'm still undecided. So it, am I going really just for my gen eds? You know, like yeah. it just it just wasn't it just wasn't a fit for me. And right. uh, and then, after that, i uh, I left Dominican University and went to a just a, a, I believe Triton College, which is just kind of like a, I feel like a lot of people go there for their gen eds and then kind of graduate and then go on to a university. So I pretty much did things in reverse there, mm. and uh, I just I just felt behind because now I'm in debt from Dominican, yeah, and I can't get these transcripts from Dominican. So oh, now no. essentially I have to start over again at oh. this little college prep that was like, though like it was it's probably ten minutes away from my high school. So. Okay. N- none of us wanted to go there because right. it was almost as if like a, we, we, we want to leave the small town. We want to yeah, yeah. go somewhere. So, so it, it was almost like admitting some type of defeat mm. to go back to this like college prep yeah. place, you know? Uh, so I think that that just like really just kind of ruined my whole schooling experience for me. Mm. Um, it was, and then, and then right around this time, uh, you know, cause my mom wanted me to stay here. She was like, "Let me get you a job," and I said, "Well, sure. Why not? I've been working since fifteen. This sure. is no no surprise to me." Yeah. So, um, so she gets me a job, and I and I start. This is my uh, the beginning of my hospitality career because okay. I start working front desk at a at a hotel. Okay. And anyway, so I'm working there. I'm working there. I'm working there. And then I decide to pick up another job as a server, and this is my first serving job.
2: Gotcha. Well,
1: long story short, let's just put it this way: because <laughs> I was leaving with cash at my serving job. Yeah. instead of a check every two weeks i was like oh i'm just going to i'm just going to start serving and yeah. then i decided that i'm going to i'm going to put my schooling on hold for a year gotcha and obviously we all know how that goes right. so it just kind <laughs> it just kind of got me yeah we will we'll go ahead and no, Yeah just like
0: we're putting school on hold for all the years at this point right? exactly
1: exactly <laughs> and then you know uh, as a as a fellow uh, food and beverage uh, you know person you can understand mm-hmm. that the allure of like yeah working in this industry is that you'll get those money if you spend it. Don't worry. It's there tomorrow. Right. Don't worry. It's there the next day. Yeah. So that kind of just put me on this, like, just as this, this cycle of mm-hmm. cool, then I'm all about my life experiences then yeah, there's know, so I'm going to, I'm going to make the most.
2: Yeah.
0: There's yeah. so many people that I, that I have met in food and beverage that are like when I meet them, they're like a few years removed from having this job. In food and beverage that was paying them like 130 150 000 a year but because yeah. you're getting these like giant stacks of cash every weekend you're like mm-hmm. I, why do i need exactly. a savings account why do exactly. why do i need to invest in anything i'm just gonna blow it because i mean Cause obviously next week. yeah i mean i can if yeah. i can pay my rent in two days work then i can just play with everything else all you know and so yeah it's funny it's it's like it's intoxicating having like what feels like so much power in your hands and like in the, in those moments, right. The Friday, Saturday nights, it sucks. Right. Cause you're yeah. getting, you're getting your butt kicked all over the place, but you know, you feel you wake up on Sunday morning you feel super satisfied cause you know, in your pocket or on the table or in your dress or whatever, there's just all this money and you're like, okay, I'm all right. It was, it was worth yeah. it. Right.
1: Exactly. And then for us, I feel like, uh, in the food and beverage industry, we're, we become known as the, the partiers, the travelers, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the, at least we're going to make the most out of the situation we're in because yeah. absolutely, you mm-hmm. know, don't get it twisted. The money is great, but we have to put up with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we just see a, a various amount of different levels of, you know, just human decency, just, uh, politeness. <laughs> term, yeah. like just, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I mean uh, let's not be let's not you know gloss over the fact that we're doing manual labor so mm-hmm. I, these these shifts where we're working you know these long hours and also we we're probably one of the only industries that offer doubles you know so
0: we're At, so it's like a working, regular thing yeah yes, like, oh, do you want to exactly. just work like 4 you, days in a row of 16 hour days
1: okay exactly cool. and you're like yeah. oh at least it's only four days but like let's be real like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of you know time and effort and yeah patience and there's no there's and no
0: overtime you're so you're, you're like working 80 hours in a week and there's no yeah. overtime right you're just hoping exactly that it's worth it exactly you know? oh man
1: so yeah. that's why you, you you bet your ass we're gonna be doing uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be traveling i'm gonna be doing these experiences and yeah. doing making the most out of it so yeah so that's pretty much where, where i ended up and i traveled a lot but then you know, time gets, I'm 27 now, but when I started, Mm -hmm. I was 21 and the years after a while, they just start to, you know, they start to add up and then you're like, okay, well, what do I have to show? Uh, and then that kind of, that kind of, I don't want to say like, like, I guess it's like a cold shower of like, whoa, okay. Like, you know, sure. I have all these years uh, and experience in this industry, but ultimately Mm -hmm. you, you start to reach a cap if you don't think outside of the box and what you can do with all this experience, you know, cause mm-hmm. then you're, then you're going to be what a restaurant manager. I yeah. can, I can say for certain that in my life I will never be a restaurant manager. Right. Yeah. Just, just cause it's, you know, like God bless them, but mm-hmm. it, uh, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, so doing all of this leads me to, um, to, to travel and stuff. But then after a while I, I start to, I, I moved to this neighborhood into Lakeview and mm-hmm. it's a uh, walking distance from one of the comedy clubs. And, you know, mm. time went by and, and I found myself just becoming that person where I would talk about doing things, but mm-hmm. then I never did them.. Right. And then I just started it just started eating at me because I was like, well, like, man, all I do is wake up in time for my shift. I yeah. go to my shift. I'm doing nothing like I'm too yeah. tired. I would come. I come home too late. I'm so I just I don't have any energy. And then it got to the point where I, I, I reached this point in my life where yeah. um, I had a falling out. With a friend that I had And it, we were like a seven year relationship A friendship mm. that we had and, and we just had a falling out And then I ended up having a, a breakup With this boyfriend that I had And so everything was just hitting me at once And it, and it felt like uh, it's either now or never I gotta pull myself up from my bootstraps Type of time
0: and, how, how long uh, ago was this?
1: Um, I was probably 24 So I'm 27 now, so about three years ago Three
0: years ago? Okay
1: yeah, So you're yeah, like so, you're
0: three years into work in food and beverage. Um, right. Like right now or three
1: years ago? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Three years ago. I was like
0: three years into it. Yeah. Okay. So you're about three years in, um, you're, you haven't gone back to school or you left Dominican already. You haven't, um, gone back to the other school that you were going to take classes at that was 10 minutes from your high school. Um, and then, okay. So you're three years into that.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: so, but I figured, I figured at least, okay. I had the realization of is, is schooling is going to take a lot of money, a lot of time. Yep, and yep. granted it, the, 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 the payoff, you know, it's there, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, cause like, let's be real, let's lift the, the blanket on, on what universities and colleges are right now right, and yeah. the debt that, that leaves people in. Like, I didn't know if that necessarily was something that I wanted to do. I did know that for, for, my entire life, I've always talked about how I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. Mm. I did know that I had a, I had a passion to make people laugh. I knew that I was funny, but I just didn't know anything else about how I can get into this industry. Uh, so with with that okay. boyfriend that I had, um, I remember he ended up like getting some like birthday money or something, and because we had a falling out, he ended up leaving that money at my house, and I <laughs> used that money for a class, <laughs> and I never looked back. Salty. I never looked back. Oh my yes. so so I, I went and I figured, I figured, okay, at least these classes are, I can pay for them. They're affordable. Like it's like, mm-hmm. granted, they're still relatively expensive. Cause yeah. I believe it's like no, normally like 250 to $300 for yeah. like a six I, to eight week how class. Did,
0: how did that become the, the standard? That's just the, the standard. Norm, for right? the, it's like 300 bucks is the norm for acting yeah. classes, improv classes, sketch class. And it doesn't matter. Like, oh, you want to yeah. sit for eight weeks with us? Cool. Here, give me 300 bucks.
1: Exactly. And so, uh, so I was just like, you know what? Okay. I can at least do this first one. And I fell in love. I I fell in love so hard, so fast. It was hard. It was very hard. It was difficult because here I am, we all have this predetermined notion of ourselves and how, you know, Oh, I don't take myself too seriously. Oh, I'm pretty easygoing. But all of a sudden I'm, I'm in front of people like messing up or learning the steps. And I'm like, Oh my God, I take myself way too seriously oh my god like we'd be doing like a scene and and I remember one of my first two like uh my first two I think rehearsals of this new team the short form team I was on and this girl and she we were doing a scene and I and I I kid you not I feel like I broke character because I was like are you talking to me and yeah. <laughs> and it's just like of course of course they're not of course they're not yeah. we were doing a scene you know but I guess oh I guess we just grow up yeah we I just grew up I grew up you know with maybe a couple of catty women in my life where I'm just like, hold up, let's not get it twisted. (laughs) Like we're we're, we're doing, we're doing a scene here, but like we're we're doing a scene. Right. So, uh, so I just think that that was like a super, like, I really do think that going to Dominican university, like gave me this life altering thing because, um, I don't know. I just feel as if, you know, it might've taken me a little bit longer to get there, but I do really feel that, you know how much I traveled all the things I was able to do like I feel fulfilled good and good. I feel as if like I'm able to just come to comedy with like a little bit more like okay I have something to prove now you know okay. yeah. uh, as if like okay you know I might not have a degree on me but I bet I, you bet your ass my resume is gonna look good okay and yeah. I just uh I just feel like yeah I, uh granted I don't know I don't know who I would have been if I went to ISU but I hope that you know she would have had it or she would have had a degree and she would have had a good time but i really do think that having to stay and work and get this hospitality stuff going on i think it just uh i think it just adds to i guess my character because my dad you know he, he they're my, my parents are both immigrants from mexico so i'm mexican 100 okay. percent um but they, uh, they they my mom was and uh, she worked as a housekeeper you know she she is the American dream. I feel like both my parents are the American dream. Uh, she came, she didn't speak a lick of English. And now she like holds one of the highest positions of like directors in this company. Oh, wow. And she's like making her six figures. She's doing great. You know, awesome. and my,
2: yeah.
1: that's amazing. Right. And my dad, mm-hmm. he, uh, he came, same thing. He worked in a restaurant, had a bunch of odd end jobs but he was able to open his own restaurant and finally, you know, be his own, uh, boss this, or like two years ago. So oh, it's awesome. just, it's nice to be surrounded by, uh, or, you know, just kind of have an, a worth ethic embedded into you yeah. that, um, you know, it's, it's not always going to come easy and it might not not always come quick, but it's, it's, you're going to get it eventually, you know? So. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. So yeah. let's, let's unpack a little bit about who Kendra was when you were 18. Right. Yes. So, um, the year is what, 2011,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I graduated at 11. So yeah, 11 and 12 was my freshman year of college.
0: Okay. So 2011, um, how many siblings do you have? Do you have any?
1: Yeah, of course. So I am technically the eldest. I have an older sister in Mexico and uh, she's my half sister. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her name is Fernanda. And then here in the States, I am the eldest. And then I have, let's see, I have... So my parents both uh, remarried and they were, uh, you know, involved with different people. So I have one brother who is my full brother from both my mom and my dad. And then I have half siblings that I have uh, twin siblings, Casey and Colby. They live in Denver now. They're 14 now. Mm -hmm. And I had a brother that passed away. Uh, His name was Elliot. Uh, He probably would have been maybe 16, 17 now. And then uh, I have um, a half sibling named Jeremiah on my dad's side. So, uh, there's a couple of us, uh, but yeah, I, I would say that I'm closest probably with uh, my my brother Julian and the twins, just because mm-hmm. it's my mom and my stepdad's Gotcha. gotcha. Um, kids. Yeah. All right. So I kind of um, just have that, that older sister mentality on everything, you know? Nice.
0: <laughs> so they would have been, um, Julian is... Uh,
1: Julian's 22 now. He just became a dad.
0: Gotcha. Oh, good for him. I know, she's so cute. That's adorable. <laughs> All right, so you're the oldest. You uh, Did you grow up, um, wh- how many of you were there in the house when you were growing up?
1: Growing up, it was just Julian and myself. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we had that baby brother uh, while my parents were split. Mm-hmm. And my, my mom and my stepdad weren't necessarily together at that time, but then mm-hmm. once he passed away, I think that that kind of really cemented the relationship. Gotcha. And yeah. then, uh, because we moved into a household with my stepdad, it was Julie and myself my mom and my stepdad, and then the twins came along. And so in total, it was four kids and two adults.
0: Yeah. And that was at the, the tail end right before you left for school. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Cool beans. Um, and then what kind of, what kind of music were you into? in oh, man. senior year of high school <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um so I would say a, l- a little bit of everything I mean every year uh starting you know sixth seventh grade I was definitely a rockhead I okay. loved like any like I'm talking like evanescence like three days grace like Ooh. just anything that was just like and that just made me feel I would I had like totally like Just very aggressive swoop bangs that kind of just started from one (laughs) one side of my head and just like really swooped, and I I just was like, no one understands me. I'm so I'm so alone. Like, but then obviously my my taste like continued and stuff and just kind of matured. But one of my favorite uh, memories from that time in my life was when I had my quinceañera. So granted, that was a couple years earlier, but my mom. Gave, gave me liberty to make a playlist that she would then be printing on a bunch of CDs to give out on my quinceanera yeah. now my mom never uh pre-checked the list so okay. she was pretty upset with me when she listened to it because because obviously like yeah there was like maybe one maybe two Kobe kelly songs like nice songs but then the rest of it was like not give you book. Laffy taffy, yeah, like just, just really, like (laughs) just like rom shanking, like you know, shake your money maker type. So I think it's just, yeah, just kind of like all, just kind of went through there. But I would say probably going into my my freshman year of college, I was I was a rap girl, rap girl and a house house music girl, love that.
0: Okay, rap and house music. Rap Um, and house music. Okay. Um. (laughs) So, what? What drew you to ISU when you were so in, in high school? What drew I, you? There?
1: Realistically speaking, it was the the distance. Oh. It was it was being able to fully emerge myself into or uh, yeah, fully emerge myself into like a completely new environment. I very much like being put into positions where I, I either have to sink or swim.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I just I just I didn't even go to my prom my senior year because my high school had two different campuses and I went to the East campus and there was okay. a West campus gotcha. and right. Yeah. Senior year. I just, I feel like I lost, cause I to hang out with a couple of the older kids and I just, I lost a couple of them. So I didn't even go to my senior mm-hmm. year prom. I went to the other campuses and I wasn't on my senior year, uh, my varsity soccer team just cause mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, I, just felt like, uh, that year I, I just, I, I just remember like having a better high school experience. And then that senior year, I just felt like either I had a target on my back or hmm. something didn't vibe the same way it did. So I just was ready to move, reinvent myself and and do something new. Yes. Gotcha. So I was very excited. Cause like, yeah, they ended up giving me scholarship money. I would wow. be living in the dorms. Like wow. I would be able to start my own life, you know, but gotcha. obviously it didn't work out that way.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you said you got into like drinking and stuff when you went to Dominican, Yeah. Do you looking back hindsight? Do you do you think Mm. that there was any measure of like a self destructive streak that was Mm. frustrated that you weren't able to get away? And so you were kind of interested in kind of tearing down what was before you?
2: Yeah,
1: I want to say maybe that has like some hints of that, but more so I would say uh, my freshman year, I ended up meeting this girl. Her name's Jeannie. To this day, she's still one of my best friends. Her birthday is like three days before mine. And I have never met someone so completely in sync with myself Okay, that she was from Idaho. So she was kind of doing this whole like immersing yourself in a new experience as well yeah Uh, and i don't know if anyone believes in this but Mm. i'm a sagittarius i like horoscopes you know and and there's something about uh meeting someone else and we were just super compatible and i just felt like we took on the world like i just felt like we spent all of our time together we just wanted to do new fun things we went to the parties we like we we were the freshmen but we were like ooh, let's go hang out with like these people, these people, these people, let's do stuff. So I think maybe, and to some extent, we might've both shared a little bit of that. Uh, Cause I know that we were both going through different things in that times of our lives too. But I don't know, I guess, yeah, I guess, I, I guess I was making the most out of the situation that I was in okay. uh, and still, still wanting to have that, like that free freedom streak and wanting, being, having that independence because after a while, uh, like I, I, believe, yeah, my, my sophomore year of college, I moved out. So I was 19 when I moved out.
0: Okay. So Dominican yeah. doesn't have dorms, right?
1: They do, but they're known to be a commuter, a uh, commuter school.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So I, I've, I've known yes. quite a few people that have gone to Dominican and all of them yeah. lived at home. And even I used to yeah. ride my bike there, getting home from work, uh, when I lived in the area and I would yeah, was wondering, like, where do people, do people live here now?
2: Yeah. Okay, There's
0: so a, they do, they do have a have. They're not
1: too, too big, but yeah, okay. there are people that live there, yeah. Gotcha. And then even that freshman year of uh, college, I ended up uh, having a boyfriend there, so I would be at the dorms all the time. So it's literally as if, like, I was like, okay, I'm still having this experience somewhere or okay, another, fair. you know? <laughs> right,
0: okay. <laughs> I'm going to have the dorm life experience. I'm yes. I'm staying in the dorms. Try okay. to stop me. Okay, so assuming let let's say that you you convince your mom to let you go, right? Yes, and she's like, okay, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, but I want you to be happy. Go, get out of here. Go to ISU. Mm. Um, mm. You make it to ISU. You said you're going to go undecided, but communications mm-hmm. was the end goal, right? Yeah, ultimately, communications was the end goal. Um, what would? How do you envision? you would have pursued uh communications at ISU?
1: So I did notice uh that they offer different degrees of communications, whereas Uh the Dominican one was only corporate. And I and I knew that I never loved the corporate life anyway. Uh So I was just kind of more so hoping to like immerse myself in like, you know, different clubs and different groups and, you Uh know, maybe find like a work study, maybe find, you know, I don't know, just being able to connect and relate with the peers that I had and all the stuff that was offered because it is, um, like a live in school. You, it is a dorm school. So I feel like you, you, you are there, you are there fully experiencing what you're experiencing versus like at Dominican, I was commuting, Mm -hmm. you know, after my classes, nothing really kept me engaged there. So I just left, I just went home. Mm -hmm. I, I went to hang out with friends. Like, yeah, they offered a couple of different, um, you know, options that you could do, but I just, I don't know. It, it's almost as if like going in, I try to make the most by meeting people that would connect me there, but it's, it's just like, it never won me over hmm. the school itself. You know, I gotcha. wasn't, I wasn't motivated to be there. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, okay, but which, which, uh, do you remember any of the, the different communications degrees that you could have chosen and were there any that were speaking to you more than others?
1: At ISU? Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't. Let
0: me look it up real quick. No, it's fine. I'm just just curious if you were motivated once you decided on ISU, if you're motivated, like, okay, I'm going to do communications. I kind of like these three. I don't know which one I'll pick. You know, but I'll probably exactly but there but
1: there was that option, you know. And and also another thing is that I I noticed that they had a couple of other things that I was interested in. So if it didn't work out with communication, like I was gonna be determined to walk out of there with something. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. The options is what I think was lacking for me at Dominican. Gotcha.
0: Had options. So the fact that you had options was enough for you. You were you were motivated enough just because you had some choices.
1: Yeah. Okay. Totally. And and then I remember um, uh, some point after Dominican and after Triton, I ended up stumbling across this uh, broadcasting trade school that mm. was like about radio and TV and film. And I was really excited about it. I like went to visit it. I was all ready to get signed up. And I asked my parents, I'm like, hey, like, can you guys help me? And uh, they were like, yeah, sure. But if we help you on this, we're not helping you with anything else. And that crippled me. And then I was like, well, I don't want to make the wrong choice. So I, I chose not to go to that school oh. because I was like, well, maybe there's something better out there. But in hindsight, I should have just gone to that school.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. I
1: know. I know. I just, wow. I was so scared, you know, like what if, I don't know, I guess that's something that I've always had, you know, just like, oh, well. FOMO. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, FOMO, FOMO, but also just kind of like, well, I don't want to make the wrong decision, so I'll maybe not making a decision is best, yeah. but uh, there's this quote that I hear that I remind, I just think of it as uh, often, is that you're not running out of time, you just have to pick, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just feel like that's kind of like, if I heard that in that time, you know, I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to pick this, and I'm going to make the most out of it, because wow. here I am doing comedy and stuff, so I definitely would have, you know, paired nicely with this.
0: yeah okay so you said like a nice
1: white wine and salmon
0: (laughs) right you said that you um you knew from a young age that you wanted to be on SNL um yeah do you think that college was a place where you were gonna prepare yourself for that or did you figure it would happen some way somehow but you weren't necessarily planning for it
1: I figured I needed a tangible dream and that would just be my rock star dream but then um yeah no just uh just seeing different people do it. And I, you know, I always talked about it and never did. And I tried a couple of things that, you know, didn't pan out, but it, it just, it, it, I think that a lot of us have a rockstar dream that we have in our heads that we're like, Oh, you know, that would make us the happiest, but we're mm-hmm. often, I don't know if it's society that just kind of makes us settle for our tangible job. Cause it'll, it'll get us set up, you know, the longest, but I, I just, I just remember that reading this book back in the day that it was just kind of like, be weary of like who you're telling your dreams to and who you're like telling your ambitions to just because not every, like for some people like living out their dreams is the most impossible thing that could, they could ever think of, you know? Yeah. And I, and I, I just feel like maybe I had a little bit of that going on, but then like with hospitality and, you know, going out and meeting these people and, and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for and not communicating, but, um, What's so I'm looking for? Like networking, networking, networking yeah. with people, yeah, and just seeing that there is so many possibilities uh, that that you that are at your disposal. That it's mm-hmm. just kind of like cool. It, it gave me like the huh, this isn't that crazy to think that I could do this. I right. could do comedy. I I could take
0: classes. I could make this happen. You know. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. you. I'm glad you went into it. I'm super yeah. glad you went into it um you said you had a you've been working since you were 15 um yeah what jobs did you have in high school
1: i was a camp counselor on the on the during summer break for a Ooh. couple of years uh then i uh, worked at walgreens uh and then after walgreens i went to work at the weston hotel as a front desk agent downtown and then after there my serving
0: career started Wait, all of the, that didn't all happen in high school, right?
1: Oh, snap, sorry. Just uh uh just uh um Walgreens camp and concert, camp Walgreens. Gotcha. Yep. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Okay. All right, uh, so um getting your first job at 15, what motivated you to start working at 15?
1: I wanted to have my own freedom and money. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. I can dig that. And in, in in my house it was Uh, my parents were always like, Hey guys, you can, you can do whatever you want, but you have to pay for it. So exactly. Yeah. So I got my first job at, um, 15 or 16 because I wanted, I knew I wanted to go to prom senior year. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to start working early, start saving up. (laughs) Uh, in my head, it was going to cost me like $10,000 to go to prom. (laughs) I didn't have any, you know, I didn't have any frame of reference for it, but I just decided, Oh, that's, that's how much. Yeah and so yeah yeah, so i got a job and i was like working and saving and keeping money in like a shoebox and stuff and yeah that's so
1: because the limo is gonna cost at least ten thousand dollars yeah
0: obviously (laughs) i mean that's what it costs right you have to be rich to do (laughs) so okay all right so you you wanted a measure of freedom i imagine That's yeah yeah you had mentioned uh you wanted to get away um ISU drew you because of how far away it was and the distance. And okay. Absolutely. So, freedom is, it looks like freedom is a, a pretty pervasive theme throughout that time period of your life. Do you feel at 27 um, that you have attained the measure of freedom with which you are satisfied?
1: Oh, hell yes. All caps. Hell yes. Because <laughs> uh, one of the things that I definitely this so me moving out at such a young age it definitely you know put some you know a little tenseness between my parents and i but Mm. also it completely healed our relationship because i was probably not the easiest person to live with when i was a teenager sure uh just because i I was a know-it-all yeah i i I was pretty probably too smart for my own good i Mm. I was like in all honors classes and couple ap classes so i was just kind of like you know I i was i was i was i was doing who I had to be in school, but I still wanted freedom that because I, so, okay, on one end, I'm, I'm, I I'm, get freedom because of my grades, but on the other end, I'm still living in a Mexican household. So mm. freedom isn't a, something that comes, you know, so easily to like, especially the girls in Mexican mm-hmm. households. So um, I would say though that my, one of my, the things that I always tell my friends when they move out, uh, I mean, granted to my younger friends, but I'm like, just remember that when you move into a new apartment, like there's no can opener there. Or scissors or toilet paper, like the little things that <laughs> yeah. I just always at a part at homes that you right. just think that they just come with it, like they they're not there. You yeah. have to get them. That's Your so parents funny. just always they, had them for no you. There's no can opener. There's no can opener, so just keep be mindful of that. But That's I would so definitely great. say that it did because I learned a lot of lessons that you know my parents mm-hmm. were trying to warn me. But I'm sure. just so hardheaded and stubborn that I have to learn them myself or else it's like, I don't really learn the lesson at all. So I definitely with freedom also comes responsibility and Mm -hmm. I lacked responsibility in some aspects that I had to learn because, you know, it's what the situation required of me. So I'm able, I'm fortunate enough to like, I lived with friends, you know, I had like, I essentially had the dorm experience. Cause I lived yeah. with, you know, girlfriends, we we were all roommates. And then at one point I lived in a house with like six people. It was wow. crazy. I never want to do it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then, yeah, exactly. But then, you know, and then I moved to the city and that's pretty much where I feel like my life started because
2: Wow.
1: Okay. I, yeah, I ended up moving, you know, I was probably like about 23 at this point, like okay. right around when I started comedy and I, I was in like walking distance. I no longer needed a car. I like was able to take the buses, the trains to wherever I wanted to go. I was making my own money. Like I was just living my full like independent dream that I always wanted to live. And oh. at this point, my parents moved the family to Texas for my mom's oh. job. So, wow. yeah, so it really was like me being fully independent here nice. and just oh. having to learn you to deal distance. with things, you know?
0: Exactly right. <laughs> so granted, I,
1: granted, I do miss the crap out of them, but uh, yeah. they are all doing well, and you know, we all keep in touch. But okay. I really do feel that I, I have like achieved the life that I've wanted to live. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you
0: you mentioned that um, you moved to the city around twenty three. Uh, you, I'm assuming you lived in nearby suburbs.
1: Precisely, I lived in gotcha. like Forest Park, Elmwood Park area. Gotcha.
0: Oh, okay, all right. All so yeah. not too far from Dominican
1: exactly
0: gotcha okay so um what high school did you go to
1: i went to east Leiden high school in franklin park
0: east Leiden. okay
1: yeah now the campus looks amazing because there's a bunch of money being put back into it now they have like a whole aqua center why not yeah. i right
0: know okay um i think yeah i think i have a lot of really good information to play around with too. yeah yeah Imagine a life for other Kendra um and what she might have experienced down at ISU. Um cool. Is is there anything else that you that has been pressing on your mind that you wanna make sure um that we all know about what you experienced at that time around eighteen, uh in your decision to like um kind of like adhere to your parents? admonishing you to stay and the the fight inside of you to like no i want to get away i want to get away is there anything else that has been uh, ruminating while we're talking or
1: i guess i guess just you know the cliche that like you know your your parents uh i would hope that you no know, most likely they're not there to just nag you right and they're not there to just you know crush with what you're saying or just disagree with what you're saying it's just like they just have more experience and like I said they're the ones that buy the can openers not the kids so right. they have the foresight of this so I guess just if if, if if I could you know just say something back to Kendra at that point it's just kind of like listen like they they know what they're talking about mm-hmm. it's your life but for the most part they know what they're talking about and your life will you'll get to it eventually so right. Okay. i guess for me it was just kind of like yeah what was the rush
0: mm. <laughs> right and now in hindsight now you can look back and say what was the rush you ended up get, exactly. did, getting the the distance and all the autonomy yeah. that you were looking for it just, yeah, yeah. Just not, i got
1: not everything then. i wanted but if okay. i stayed and lived with my parents for an extra year that's an extra year i would have had with my siblings
0: true 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 yeah cool beans all right so at this part of the show we're gonna take a quick break, we'll listen to some music, and when we come back, I will read the story that I will have written called Other Kendra. And then Kendra and I will talk about um similarities she might see in it, how well she sees herself in Other Kendra and her reaction essentially to the story. Stick around, thanks for being here. Welcome back. I hope you enjoy the music. Again, I am here today with my guest, Kendra. Uh, You can follow her on Instagram at Kinney with four N's and four Y's. That is K-I, four N's, four Y's. Uh, You can follow her on uh, Twitter also at Chiquita Speaks um, or Chiquita Speaks. Uh, And that's two S's at the end of Speaks. Uh, and then if you want to follow her group, uh de dos patas, on Instagram, they are exactly that. But instead of those, it's the number two. And so it's "Ratas" underscore de underscore two underscore patas.
2: Amazing. Um,
0: yeah. Cool beans. Are you um are you ready to hear your story? I cannot wait. Excellent. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's go. <clears throat> Mija, no. Mom, don't miha know me. Please. They're going to pay for me to go there. Other Kendra, daring and defiant, pleads with her mother. Other Kendra's long, flowing hair seems prehensile, floating on the emotions rising within her and emanating through her pores. The blackness of her locks draws in light and holds it firmly in its grasp. Her tiny, five-foot-two frame belies her stature in this moment. Please don't do this to me. I love you, and I love it here, but I need to get out of here. I just know I will get stuck here if I don't. Please. Mija, no. Mommy, yo te quiero, pero ya. This has to be my choice. I have to be the one that makes it. Besides, it's only two hours. Maybe two and a half if you drive the speed limit. That's nothing. I can come home every weekend. I can take a train or I can drive. I drive more than two hours every weekend anyway. Mija, yo te dije. No, I get it. Well, mommy, no, I'm going with a pirouette other kendra gracefully floats away out of her mother's bedroom down the portrait adorned hall and into her own in a fit of momentary fury she tears down the photos of memories pinned to her walls the one with nacho and their homecoming court ribbons the ones in front of her locker her favorite classmates her best friends the boy she loved they fall one by one haplessly to the ground some finding their way under the bed some fall behind her desk She grabs hold of the Jamaican flag swaying in the stream of air blowing from the small oscillating fan meant less to cool the room and more to fill it with white noise. The gentle burr goes silent as the fan is unplugged from the wall and thrown into the pile in the center of the room. Other Kendra hastily and furiously packs three bags, one labeled clothes with clothes, one labeled supplies with all her pens, notepads, and everything she might use at school, and finally the one labeled memories with a single photo of her parents and siblings. Through the door, she can hear the voice of a concerned mother. Mija, it's too far. I will miss you too much. We will all miss you too much. Please don't do this. Mommy, enough. I don't want to feel like a prisoner. I want to feel like you want me to follow my dreams. You want me to be happy. I don't want to to be like all the people from school that are just going to school down the street. I'm not even leaving the state, but I need you to see more than I have, more than I do. Please don't take this from me. Other Kendra... I'm not taking anything from you. You have a good life here and you can make a good life here. I can make a good life there too. They want to pay me to go to their school. Nobody else is going to pay me here. I've been working for a lot of years now. I just want to go and relax before I have to work for the rest of my life. The rest of your life. Miha, don't be dramatic. Mom, just leave me alone already. I don't, I don't start school until the fall, but I'm going to go down there as soon as they will let me and just fix my room up and stay there by myself if I have to. A lonely summer later, other Kendra perches cross-legged on her bed next to the slightly ajar window on the fifth floor of the single room in Manchester Hall. The crisp autumn air fills her nose and lungs with a chill. Focused solely on her breathing, she catches every hesitation and can feel blood rushing about uh, as she fights off shivers to warm her. Her morning ritual gets more and more dangerous as the warm days wane and the gelid winds of winter slowly make their way back home from their spring and summer vacation. Every morning is the same. Mother Kendra's eyes open at 4.59 a.m., one minute before her alarm clock is set to jut her awake. She crawls out of bed and fixes a hot cup of tea, which she slips sips slowly under the high pressure showerhead, pumping the hottest water the 40 year old water heaters can muster. She heads back to her bed once her tea is done and sits robed in front of her barely cracked window and listens to her breathing as the sun rises and bathes her room in light. Today's chill creates tiny icicles in her hair and goosebumps from head to toe. When the room is sufficiently lit uh, by the beating of the autumn sun, other Kendra hops out of bed exclaiming, Ah, that'll do, Miss Sun. Thank you for your light and your warmth, even if the air is cold. It's better now that you have blessed me with your kisses. Her time alone before other classes began gave other Kendra opportunities to find peace with herself and her surroundings. She has yet to hear from her mother or father or any of your friends, so she fills her heart with her own happiness. Other Kendra walks through the quad and heads to her favorite class, Broadcast History. The draw of TV slash film has never tugged at her before, but the origins of broadcast media are intoxicating. The end of every Tuesday morning three-hour class leaves her unsatisfied and hungry, and she spends the rest of the day in the library devouring everything she can find on paper and online. One of the librarians who notices her come in every Tuesday and search the same media section with intense focus scrawls a note and quietly walks it over to other Kendra lost in her book and tucks it neatly into the folder sticking out of her bag tucked just under her chair. Other Kendra opens the door to her dorm room, tired from the day's searching, and plops face down on her bed. She exhales loudly in her, into her pillow several times. The glow of the moonlight fills the sky with a cool blue, but her room is left in darkness as the lone cloud in the sky sits comfortably between her and the moon. She glares at the cloud and gestures for it to get out of the way. The cloud is unmoved and plants itself in the night sky. Ugh. With a flick, the room is blanketed in a soft white light. Other Kendra retrieves her notebook to review the day's notes and look ahead to the classes that fill the rest of the week. She opens the notebook and tucks her chair into her desk in the same motion. She notices the card and reads it carefully. Hi, this may sound peculiar coming from a faculty member of ISU, but I went to USC for undergrad. Their broadcast journalism program is the best in the country. I can't say that they will accept you as a transfer, but I think you should apply. There's so much more to learn there than there is here. I could be completely off, but you should give it a go. And if you do, ask for Hector Aranya in the admissions office. He's an ex-boyfriend of mine. He should help you out. The world is your oyster. Find your pearl. Miss Anita Fleming. Oh, man. How much time do I spend at the library that this woman noticed me? I need to get a life. <laughs> Pausing for a moment to contemplate the offer of an extended hand, she pulls her laptop out of her bag and begins poring over every page on the usc.edu website. About administration admission academics huh i don't think i ever would have thought about going to usc but i mean why not if this hector guy can help me transfer i should go for it my grades should be good enough i'm i don't need him or shouldn't but yeah why not the following year the small digital clock reads 459 a.m other kendra's eyes open slowly and a smile makes its way to one side of her face her routine is the same and when it is complete, Other Kendra makes her way to the sliding glass door that opens to a modest balcony. She hops onto the tall wooden chest that lives there. Day and night, exposed to the sun, wind, and rain, it stands firm, her trusty work. The east-facing balcony drinks in the morning sunrise as it leisurely lollygags across the campus. Other Kendra sits cross-legged, eyes closed, counting her breaths and the time between them. Her wet hair slowly dries in the warm September air. She inhales one, two... Three, four, and then exhales. One, two, three, four. The end.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> que bonito. Uh, oh my gosh. That was, yes, yes. Do you want to ask question first or can I just give you my general yesness?
0: Throw it, throw whatever you want to say, go ahead. Oh yours, my though.
1: God. I just I loved it because, you know, the whole the whole reason that I wanted to go was that, you know, I never knew what's gonna happen, but I knew that something was gonna happen. And I think it's just so awesome that you framed it in a way that it's like yeah that was my my first door opening but like you said it right I would have never thought to go to uh USC Mm -hmm. like I would have there was never an idea in my head but perhaps being in a in a school that you know it's easily not maybe not easily connected connected to that but Mm -hmm. just like it puts them in the same ballpark you know as something that for right now if I went to Dominican I'd be like oh my god like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not a superstar so oh my god I loved it
0: I'm so glad I am so glad
1: I loved it
0: Oh, man. So uh, I 100% guessed at what a routine for you would be like. So in in bouts in, in life of... Uh solitude, right? Because there are so many times where we just find ourselves alone for whatever reason. Uh what is your morning yes. routine like or what what is your daily routine like for well, yourself? Ready? It
1: depends. Uh depends on what type of mood I went to bed in, I think. So on okay. um, some on uh, some days where, you know, I'm feeling just like a general tiredness, you know, with life, I feel like I'll like allot myself to just like lay in bed for that extra, you know, hour or something, just gotcha. kind of like really like allowing myself just to like feel nothing you know just Mm -hmm. to just to be instead of just getting swept up but on my on my best days I wake up and obviously I do the whole like brush teeth yada 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 Mm -hmm. and then I try to just uh just start to cross something off of my to-do list you Mm -hmm. know whether it be like try to do like a yoga or just something that I want to like achieve for myself for the day uh so i guess it's just like in between like being patient with myself that you know i'll get there and mm-hmm. then just really waking up without like a go-getter mentality right wow.
0: yeah okay i can dig it i can dig yeah. it <laughs> um right on so uh were you were you able to see yourself in in this story like see as
1: other kendra yeah hell yeah yeah she sounded posh yeah nice. of course and like i love the way you said it and this is just the way you uh just so like beautifully described what it must have been like in my room like what the mm-hmm. line of the uh has the fan on not for like ventilation just but for like white noise yeah because I, I i can so often relate to that you know or sometimes you just like it's so like all right like these are these are big decisions and mm-hmm. and sometimes like i i know that they need to they need to be made and mm-hmm. you know that eventually i have to make them but sometimes it's just it gets overwhelming, you know, just so yeah. it's nice to just sometimes sit and not necessarily hear my feelings. I think that's why I like to go to the clubs and be my speakers, you know, just to hear that white noise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, awesome.
0: man. I'm so, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm so glad to hear yeah. that. Um, I, I, uh, I was like looking through, some of your uh facebook pictures and i saw that i know one. you
1: pulled up that nacho i love that right? <laughs> was
0: was that his name i just saw that as like the the yes. the, the title of that picture Was that was his that's yes. what you called him
1: so yeah, exactly. So his name's okay. David and he's still one of my great friends now, which I'm going to tell him to listen to this because they'll get a kick out of it. Nice. Um, and it's he's just he's done great things with his life. So I mm. love that picture because it was, you know, both of us being on this homecoming court. Mm. And uh, yeah, no, I love I love that you bring that up. I'm like, oh, no, he did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. And i like, I remember like, I was just like zipping through cause I wanted to get an idea of, cause in, so when I got to the part where you ran to your room and so I'm like, okay, so now she's like furiously packing. Uh, what does that even look like? So I just like scrolled through hoping oh to gosh. like catch a glimpse of you. Like if you had a poster up or whatever, I saw your flag yeah. and I was like, oh, that's. That's, oh that's my God.
1: Hilarious that you brought that up too. Cause I totally had a Jamaican flag yeah. up in my room. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so weird. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, definitely did. And I think uh, ferociously packing would just be me like overpacking mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and just not thinking things through. And all of a sudden packing like three snow boots for nice. like a summer trip or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's funny, man. Emotional packing is my favorite. You know, yes. But honestly,
1: it. I've been getting better at it. Cause yeah. I mean, nice. we, cause yeah, now, they, now they're charging for bags, you know, you gotta be mindful right. of this shit.
0: Yep. <laughs> that is true. Uh quick tidbit on that. If you ever plan on doing like a long-term visit to Europe, um, mm-hmm. the baggage fee is your friend. Really? Yeah. So if you're going to, let's say you're going to spend a few months in Europe, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Traveling or just traveling abroad, taking that first trip and then having like two hundred pound bags of stuff mm-hmm. that you feel like okay this will do me, paying the extra uh, money for that instead of like shipping it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? So that I mean, it's so better. Have, yeah, it's it's way cheaper, oh, wow. and it comes with oh, you wow. right then. You don't have to wait weeks for it or whatever oh, for true, it to go through true, true. and yeah. So just keep that in the back Thank of your you mind if my you traveler. To, yeah, yeah, long term trip. The back, the baggage, but that's the only time it's worth it. Every other time, okay.
1: Man, I know exactly. It feels like I'm like paying like insurance on like a car for the month or something.
0: Sometimes it's crazy. (laughs) It's like, oh, hey, just so you know, you can have up to three bags. Um, just kidding. <laughs> if you have three, we're gonna charge you for the one that goes up top, we're gonna charge you for the one that goes in the hold.
1: Exactly. You know? And if this mm-hmm. one does
0: if this third bag doesn't fit in your pocket, well then we'll just charge you oh. for the you know the foot room. It's like,
1: what? Come on, y'all. And, and be like, is that a small child? They mm-hmm. get charged too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So silly. Oh man. So silly. Yeah. So okay, did did um, was I, was I able to catch some of, uh, or how closely was I with your, the interaction between other Kendra and her mom? Was that anything like something that you might have experienced with yours?
1: Yeah. You know, I, have definitely had that general cause, um, I, I know, I know I talked about this already, but like, mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer in Zodiacs and, mm-hmm. uh, my mother and I, uh, are just completely opposites. Mm. And so we just have like a different way of thinking, like, I know, you know, she loves me. And one of the things that she always tells me is that she wishes that she could be, you know, as strong as I was when I was that age. Mm. And so she, I know that she like, really like, um, appreciates these qualities about me, but I just think that, you know, she's so used to calculated risks that it it was just more so like, she just would rather me be safe than sorry. Mm, But I mean, without the, you can't risk I mean, you can't get the biscuit without risking it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I literally, I'm still shook. Cause you're right. Like who knows if USC would have been, or even just like a, a different college or just yeah. something more of just like a more reputable college and something that I really felt inspired in. Like mm-hmm. that absolutely could have been a possibility. So yeah. I, I love that you like definitely like depicted it that way.
0: Yeah. Uh, when I was doing, uh, research on ISU, um, and like, look at, cause you had mentioned, um, you were excited about communications, especially at ISU, because they had a bunch of options. So I was looking yeah. through their uh, programs. Um, mm. And when I saw that, um, I was on, on a, like a different project I was working on. I remember looking up USC and seeing that they had a broadcast prog- uh, program. And so I just Googled best broadcast journalism programs, and USC was there. Mm. So I was like, all right, okay. So I'm glad that memory existed, because then I was able yeah. to just in the researching of, of ISU kind of take the story from you to there. And then, all right, no, 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 she's going to, she's going to go here, but then she's also going to have this other opportunity and maybe check it out over here. So. Yes. Yeah. I
1: loved it. I literally yeah. love that. Just a perfect segue.
0: Mm-hmm. One, one of my favorite things though. Uh, and I talked about this on a different episode in all the research I'm doing for colleges. Cause I've had quite a few people like their decision has to do with life right around choosing whether to go to school, uh, which school to go to all like, just like around 18 to like 21 is like a major decision area for some of the people. Uh, but all of the schools I'm looking at, like a banner across their page is like, Hey, uh, we're so glad that you're interested in going here, but you can't stay here cause we're closed. (laughs) <laughs> Learn from home, you know, all of them, every page is like, okay, I get it, bro. I get it.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. Stop. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, cause I was like, I was doing, um, for this one specifically, I was looking at photos of, uh, some of the dorms so I can maybe catch a mm. glimpse of what the windows look like. Cause I wanted you at a window or our other camera. Mm. I wanted her at the window that was important to me. And so I was like looking for them at the window so I could see, You know, what do they see? What where's the the wind? Like, where's the sun and all this jazz? So but all of them are like, Hey, these are pay no attention to these young, happy students in dorms because you can't be here. (laughs) Like (laughs) one school was even like, Hey, just so you know, we're not taking any new students. If you live here already, (laughs) congratulations. But no new students get to live on campus oh my god what a what a vip club legit man i i like i feel like i've never been told to fuck off more than i have <laughs> while just looking at these schools oh my goodness.
1: and but like in such nice and eloquent ways yeah
0: oh
2: my goodness
1: it's like that one there's this one um like line from a chris brown song mm-hmm. and he's just like how are you gonna hit on the club you can't even get in right <laughs> and i'm like damn for sure." Rude. Rude.
0: Oh, man. Oh, uh, another thing. So in your in your family, did your Mm -hmm. parents focus more on speaking English or was it like a mix of English, Spanish, Spanglish?
1: Um, so, at, at, so my parents mo- or emigrated from Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, probably when I was well, like a year before I was born. And so they were, um, just being able, just speaking Spanish to me cause right. they hadn't really got their bearings in the English department of it. But, and then I stayed with like senoras or like women who took care of me mm-hmm. and, uh, that was predominantly Spanish too.
2: Right.
1: But then, uh, I think it just, once, uh, I moved from the city to the burbs, that's when the English became more, uh, just, I guess, more, more present in the household okay. because I was in ESL until third grade. Cause I learned oh. Spanish first.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. So then after that, and then uh, right around when we moved, that's when my stepdad became, came into the picture and he's uh, he's uh, just, you know, white. And so we didn't really speak Spanish anymore. So there okay. was really a change where we went from Spanish to Spanglish to solely just English. Wow. Okay. And when my parents moved um, to Denver, like I, I didn't have anyone to speak Spanish with since my mom left. And I mean, we would talk on the phone and my dad was, you know, my dad spoke English more than he did Spanish. Mm -hmm. And so then I just kind of started speaking Spanish in the kitchen at restaurants. And so like, that's when I started picking it up a lot more. And then I, that when I got surrounded with the ratas, that's when we I was speaking it even more. So I think it wasn't, I think I, I, my, I started speaking Spanish and then it phased out to English. And now that I'm like, you know, in my twenties, that's when it really became like relevant in my life again.
0: Gotcha. Okay. But
1: I feel like my brother, um, my brother is just one of those, you know, kids who like maybe wasn't around it enough. So he feels embarrassed speaking Mm. it, but he can definitely understand it. Uh, so I think that's uh, where, where I think it fizzled
0: out. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I've I've met a lot of, of people. Um, so for in, in my house, uh, we pretty much only spoke English right? My parents, they spoke Spanish as like their secret language. You have some parents that will spell things out, you know, like, Oh, we got them a T R E A T for later. And the kids are just like (laughs) dumb and they don't know what's happening. Right. (laughs) But my parents spoke Spanish to communicate without the kids knowing. Right. So we we didn't grow up speaking Spanish. Um, and then even now, like as much Spanish as I know, and I have learned over the years, um, I still like, it's, because it doesn't feel like instinctive to me uh, when I speak it, I have to say it like a hundred times before in my head just to make sure like, like that my mouth doesn't get tired of. Yeah.
1: you just try speak. to be like on top of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then uh, another, like a friend of mine, his family, his parents were both born in Puerto Rico, but, hmm. uh, and their Spanish is a hundred percent. They're like 75% of their talking but they uh insisted on talking english at home because they wanted Ah. their kids to have english so i mean they struggled through the english to make sure that the kids could speak it you know which i found to be interesting Um, because it's like um like well, I,
1: I can only imagine like how appreciative those kids are because mm-hmm. when we're younger, that's when our, our brains are, you know, mm-hmm. kind of willing to retain a lot of the things that we're learning there. Yeah. So I feel like if, if you if you didn't grow up with it, it becomes really hard to learn it as a like a teenager slash adult.
2: Yeah, for sure. So,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah I feel like it's super um, just important because mm-hmm. I mean, hello, being bilingual just already, you know, gives you that edge and mm-hmm. sure anything. So, yeah. hell yeah. yeah.
0: I've been learning Greek for the last two years and it has been, yeah, it's been, it's been great and fun. And when I'm like actually taking the lessons and doing it, uh, it feels good and I feel like I'm getting it, but if I'm not actively in a lesson, then Mm. it's not something that even comes to me. Um, Uh, you know, so it's, it's, I, I have to tell myself to like talk to myself in Greek as much as I can yeah. throughout the day. Or just, like think, yeah. Yeah, just to keep it close, you know, because uh, having the knowledge of like sleeping doesn't really help you. So I'm, I'm glad you were able to kind of get thrust back into situations where you had to speak Spanish to keep it with you, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's great. That is great. All right. Cool beans, cool beans. Um, is there is there anything else that popped into your head to... Oh, Uh, to discuss about this this story this 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 whole conversation yeah I
1: I also really like the the ending of it too or when you know that whole conversation of the USC came forward and Mm -hmm. how uh, you had other Kendra say like oh I mean I guess I could use them but I could probably get on I could probably do it by myself but I mean it is good to have that there because I feel like that's uh that's pretty like a mentality that i or just kind of like a situation that i'm faced with you know like mm-hmm. i think i'm very fortunate enough to have people that you know would like to help me but ultimately i do like to like i like to take help but i like to just know that i can do it by myself if mm-hmm. needed to you know so i think yeah. that you also like capture that very well and it's awesome. nice to know that that characteristic would have been with kendra regardless of where she went nice right on yeah
0: right yeah on. I'm, I'm, yeah cool i'm so glad to hear that that, that feels yeah cool.
1: dude thank you so much
0: right on yeah more more than happy to. This has been a, a delight having this conversation, writing your story. It's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been a super good time. Super good time. Oh yeah. Cool beans. All right, and then with that, we will bring this episode of Other You to a close. Um, I've had with me Kendra Jamaica, and again, please follow her on Instagram at Kinney with four N's and four Y's uh, on Twitter with uh, at Chiquita speaks with two S's at the end. Uh, and then check out her improv group, Ratas de Tos Patas. Um, you can find them on Facebook or on Instagram. The dos is a two. Um, so, yeah, give, give her a look. Give her a follow. Keep up with her. She's a cool cat, as you have seen in this episode. Um, but for Kendra, I am D, and this has been Other You. Come back next week for another episode. Bye-bye.